0: DJ Playboy, <laughs> what's good, Josh? Man, DJ Playboy back with another edition of the Perfect Talk podcast, it's going down like it always does. And I do no episode without my homeboy to the right, my
1: dog, my
0: man. Girl, scream
1: on like I'm Keith. Why want wan' do what it do? What up? What's going on? I, felt, I was feeling Jamaican, man. That Labor Day just passed. They had a little Jamaican parade, <laughs> Jamaican parade, that, that's some racist shit, just call all of them Jamaicans. <laughs> they had a Caribbean, <laughs> Car- Caribbean Day parade in Brooklyn, man, I'm just feeling the vibe. Oh, I thought you were about to say they had one in Jersey. Uh, I was like, yeah, I know about They the do, but I don't think they have one for Labor Day. Oh, okay. Did you go out there? Hell no. Nigga, I ain't go there <laughs> since I was about 17. God, too crowded, kid. After I, I, I found pubs, I, I just, like, enjoyed going to pubs, man, I... Only thing I had to learn was how to tolerate the music in pubs, but I, I dig, I dig the vibe, man. You just sit down on a stool, you got your own stool, you don't gotta rub up on nobody. It's dope.
0: I do like pub, uh, pubs for that purpose, but um, and it was raining too at the parade. So I was about to say, damn son, that's dedication. If you went, that's <laughs> what so I was like, yo, you go. But um, no, shout out to everybody out there. Hope y'all had a happy Labor Day. It's officially end of summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Time for. Time to get serious again and end the year off right. You know what I mean. Got a new diet going on in my life, trying a little keto right now. You know what I mean. So far, so gone? good. So I, I like it. I like it. It's um, it wasn't a big change from what I was doing before because I, I was trying to cut down on bread and and sugars anyway. Um, you know, carbs mm. and shit like that. But um, it, I, I, what I think really just happened was in the, as I made the transition in the ten years from going becoming. 25 to becoming 35, there were things I could eat before, and my body reacted to it differently. I had a different job; it was more of a physical job, so you know, food didn't affect me as much. And then what I'm thinking now is, I'm get, as as I got closer. Now I am 35. Is uh, especially sugars and and pastas and shit like that. Like I can't just rock with that like I used to and, and burn it off. Like that, that shit is sitting on me and in the wrong places. So I gave, ended up gaining a lot of weight in the past two
1: years. So now you know what I mean. I'm just trying to turn things around. But so far, so good. I like it. Yeah, adjusting from that 25 metabolism to the... It's, it's almost as if you forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like 10 years done past. And you're like, you know... For instance, like I gained weight and I'm like, all right, man, we just gonna run two miles four days a week for two weeks. I'd be good, man. I have my little two-pack or whatever. Nah, man. I run like four miles. I run like about 20 miles a week, man. That shit ain't coming off. <laughs> it's just, yeah. You just maintaining at this point. But... um. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I, so I gotta I definitely show
0: you look into my diet. I never dieted before. I never it always, I always thought it was something difficult. I'm not gonna I never admitted that to myself, but I'll admit it now. I always thought it was difficult and I I felt like, well, I'll eat whatever I want and I'll just work out. You know what I mean? But obviously, like you said, it don't work out it don't work like that no more. But um so so people would talk about the the what's the shit I'm looking for? The uh having willpower and um having cravings and shit like that. And it's funny. I never f- looked at myself as someone who experiences that, but like now, for the first time, I'm walking in a spot that like sells pizza. And before, you wouldn't even think about. It, you'd be like, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm running late. Let me just grab this pizza. And now it's like, nah, you can't. You know what I'm saying? It's like you just you just defeated the purpose of everything you did before. If you go get the pizza, you know you know what I mean. So then, like that's that's kind of part of uh what's helping me to get through it. What's influencing um. Me to, to have the willpower, but because the fact of it is, like, I don't want to just fall back on everything already that I've done so far. But it, it's hard sometimes, it happens, and you don't even think about it. What, I, what was happening to me was people would offer me something like, Yo, 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 you want the you want half of this pizza, or you want half of you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever, hey, you know, for free. And then before you think about it, you're like, Hell yeah, yeah, I'll take that. And before you know it, you're doing scarf down something you
1: wasn't even supposed to scarf down, you know what I
0: mean? So. Yeah, yeah, definitely,
1: man. Yeah, that willpower. Like, you don't need willpower if you just like if you have access to it and you just could could eat it. Like, you don't think about it as being a quote unquote craving. You know what I'm saying? Like, if mm-hmm. you don't have a craving for pizza, if you could just walk in and just grab you a slice. But when this is when you can't have that slice, that's when it you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Especially at first, like when I was doing vegetarian for the month of um, month of August. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, don't even, I, I, told, I don't even think the I told, um, the I audience knows you did that. Times. Did you mention oh, that? Oh, yeah, self? for the month of August. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. I'd be drinking, so I can't remember if I did or not. But, uh. Let them know about it. Yeah, for the month of August, I went vegetarian, but it wasn't real vegetarian. Like, yeah, I went vegetarian in the sense that I didn't eat no flesh. Okay. I just, just didn't eat no flesh, but I still ate, like, animal products, like butter, milk, eggs, and shit like that. What's the difference? Oh,
0: because st- it would have been vegan if you had cut that out, right? That's vegan. Yeah, it would have been
1: vegan. Yeah, so like vegan, you can't eat nothing from an animal. No gotcha. butter. No, and it's it's a it's fucking annoying going <laughs> out eating. I went out on a date back in my dating days. I went out on a date with a vegan girl. My God you, Can't told, you told us he's like that was the last date you t- I you said yeah. that, on I that on the show yeah. oh man I, t- I tell this story a lot man cause it's just... I, ho- I hope to god that vegan doesn't become like a like a recognized ra- uh, like race group like you know them groups that like HR gotta protect like shit like that they gonna pull up your old, it old be...
0: tweets <laughs>
1: <laughs> that shit would be crazy like yo uh, <laughs>
0: this nigga hates
1: cashiers and vegans <laughs> yo, it's a rap for me. I'm definitely getting cancelled if if people find them tweets, yo. But yeah, man. Um Yeah, yeah, the vegan shit. I could do it, but you know, it's that's hard. But I, I felt like it was a good stepping stone just to do the vegetarian joint. Because the cool thing about it is that sometimes like food that you love will be right in front of you. And I think having rules, like clear rules is the is important and if if you never dieted and you wanna go into a diet, like having clear rules, like Sometimes people when they, like, especially people who want to deny that they need to diet. Like, for instance, like if somebody told around a person, "Yo, you know, you should try doing a diet." Like, nah, I ain't gonna do no diet. All I need to do, like you said earlier, oh, I'm run a couple laps, lift a couple weights, and I just need to avoid bread or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And the shit don't work because that's not clear rules. But, yeah, I just need to uh, avoid bread, but you'll eat the shit out of a pizza with the big ass crust, so you'll eat. You know, you drink mad liquor or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So the rules ain't clear enough. But, like, to say that I can't eat no meat, it made it, you know, like, I, I, I was able to pass up on stuff that I really enjoy. Like, um, I went to a barbecue on the Saturday before Labor Day. And so it was still August. So it was, like, chicken and shit, and I couldn't eat it. Mm. Oh, because oh, I was getting yeah, the month wasn't over. Got you. Right, yeah. yeah mm. So, but, like... If I was, like, on a diet but not taking it seriously, I'd be like, yeah, I'll just fuck this chicken up real quick. Take about, like, 15 pieces. i make sure I avoid the bread but take 15 pieces of this chicken or something, like something crazy like that. Yeah. And, and if you don't got no clear rules, then, you know, it's,
0: it ain't going to work. That's a good point. And um, not, not to hold on to the subject for too long, but certain things we've just been doing since we was little kids, like, you go to McDonald's, they give you fries, they give you the bun. You know what I'm saying? You eat it because it's given to you. That's how the meal was served to you. There's no, like... Right. Substitute for the French fries, you know what I mean? There's no like, yo, give me a, the veggie sticks instead of French, you know what I mean? So it's the same thing, like with the willpower and the rules. it's like when you go somewhere, just because it's there, don't mean you got to take it. You know what I mean? Don't, just don't mean you got to. You went to the barbecue, you enjoyed yourself for the social aspect of it. You didn't leave with the chicken satisfaction, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But but you still got whatever you you went there to get out of it. Like, and that's the thing. If I wasn't thinking before, I get caught up. You know, maybe have a couple drinks. Next thing you know, I'm killing. I'm killing a piece of bread Or you know Garlic bread Or something like that Or something I ain't supposed to be it. But but um Nah it's, Keto's definitely interesting Like you said and, and having rules Having discipline Is definitely part of it Because I feel like The people who Aren't disciplined Are the first people That'll tell you Nah that diet don't work Right right <laughs> The people are like How hard was you really going with it And how long was you doing it for You know what I mean But um Like I said on the early episode It's not really results based It's more so trying to just Make it part of my lifestyle To where I don't even have to Think about it no more You know what I mean where it's, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, where it's like brushing your teeth in the morning, or you know what I mean, working out too. Um, I like I've only been doing this for about a week. I'm on my second week now. Um, and I lost s- uh, six pounds in the first week. But um, it's what I've learned is when I was 25 or closer to that end of the uh, of this decade, um, it wasn't a thing for me to go to the gym. It was fun. It was my hobby. It was the thing I love to do. Now it really is some effort for me to work out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it really God, is definitely. like, yo, carve this time in your day to work out. Um. On top of the two hundred other things you got to do, and and so now, like I said, it's really just making it a disciplined thing to do it and not even bitch and moan about it. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know, I want to ask you too because you um you expressed something to me off air, um before we get to the show, um about like just looking for a new job or whatever. I think you was uh you you was telling a story last week and to the in the text group, and he was like, man, I've been sending resumes out like crazy, um. But I know, I know you also, you know, you enjoy popular culture. You you watch television shows. You watch sporting events and everything like that. Like, do you ever um, suffer with, like, guilt sometimes? Be like, yo, I, here I am watching maybe the new Dave Chappelle special or, or you know what I mean, whatever the college football that came on this weekend. It's like, I could be handing out applications. You know what I'm saying? I could be filling out applications right now. I could be handing out my resumes right now. You know what I mean?
1: Like, you ever... Ne- never. No? Never, because... Cause, um... When I'm at my best, I'm always setting out time for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I never have guilt about, like when I I'm having fun. Like I've set out time to have fun. Not that not that every single moment's planned, but like if it's six or seven o'clock in the evening and it hits, and I'm like, all right, well, I feel as if I'm I'm I've done what I need to do today. Then I'm just gonna go watch TV or spend time with my wife or go work out or whatever it is that I'm doing. I never really feel guilty about that shit. I, I do feel guilty when. The time that I set out to do shit like that, like fill out resumes or um, type something up or do something that's important mm-hmm. that that's not pleasurable but is very important to my success. If I if I don't take my time, the, that time that I set out to do it, then I'm disappointed in myself in that sense. But like I I know for a fact I don't like doing shit at the time that it's not supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm like that. Like I'm. I'm, I'm I'm on the spectrum in that in that sense. Okay. Where I, I have to have like I don't work good like if shit ain't scheduled for me. So, um, yeah. Okay. So so, wait, I, so make sure I'll, I'll be good about scheduling it.
0: I understand you correctly. Um, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying that you don't feel the guilt because by the time that fun time comes around, or oh, well, well, I don't know whatever term you want to use, a relaxation time, um, recreation time. You've already gotten application time out the way or uh,
1: resume time out the way. You're saying that, so that guilt never happens. Exactly, yeah. Not to say that I'm perfect about it, but, I mean, can I be doing better? Yeah. So, for me, it would be that I need to plan better. Mm -hmm. So, like, now, like, I try to, you know, maybe do, like, 45 minutes to hour a week on career stuff, like, per week. So, I break that up, like, you know, let's say 15 minutes one day, 30 minutes the next, and 15 yeah. to just finish off what I've been doing. Keep it in small and, chunks. And that's it. So like, like, let's say, for instance, on a particular day, I do five minutes and just got tired or bored, mm-hmm. and I feel like going to watch a game or something like that. I don't feel bad about that. Then I'll just hit it up for 30, 35, 40 minutes the next day. So that's why I never really feel that guilt. You know what I'm saying? Because you're
0: still making your monthly goal no,
1: or weekly goal, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So got you. Exactly. Now, but Now, when I was unemployed now, Sometimes I would just have to, I would just have to grind. Well, I grind because I needed a job, but sometimes yeah. I grind just because, uh, my lady was is, is looking at me, so I can't be. You know, what I'm saying you gotta at least show that, that you valuable. If you're not valuable on like in the present, at least show you that you got potential. You know, what I'm saying like real potential. You won't be like Lawrence from Insecure season one. Exactly, <laughs> like house. you can't just keep talking about an app. You know what I'm saying? You got to actually show, like, show like the business plan for it. I've been networking or check out this dude I met that got hook up on a program, and it's kind of like that with the job stuff. Like, yeah, I went out to a networking event today. I went out, you know, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. Oh, I met this person. Oh, I applied to this job. I got an interview. Like shit, like that. Mm. So, um, but not that I got a job, you know, not that 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 it's not important. It is, but the truth is that I'm, I'm not. In dire need Yeah that unemployed uh, Oh no
0: no There's nothing comparing To that unemployed Nigga uh, job hunting <laughs> <laughs> Yeah That's on the that whole That
1: unemployed job hunting Is something else man, man. You Do an old school Be out on the street With your shoes, <laughs> shoes Shoes getting all fucked up Just walking in and out Of businesses <laughs> You like look <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurting, baby. I don't got the education y'all want, but if y'all give me a try,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got potential. Nah, the reason I asked and, and I spoke about this with um in therapy also, because as like a content creator, um, you could literally. Use all twenty four hours of the day and get shit done. You know what I mean? Because like right. with someone like me who does, I make a podcast and I do a radio show, and and the aspirations to do more. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. so basically, if you really broke it down into the simplest form, I create content that I promote that content. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to trying to build my social footprint, my social media footprint. You know what I mean by growing my following. You know what I mean? So that when I do release stuff, that is exposed to more people. You know what I mean? um but it's constantly like i guess i'm feeling a guilt of if you're not working on the next project you could be promoting the last project and it's like all right well should you really be sitting down watching netflix right now you know what i mean should you really be playing video games right now which i i really i couldn't tell you the last time i played video games i couldn't tell you the last time i watched netflix because and and, but not i'm not complaining it's not like the my time spent content creating or editing or or Doing promo for stuff, I, I enjoy that, I genuinely do. But it's a different feeling from relaxation, which you obviously know. You know what I mean? You
1: have fun doing something, but it's still a different feeling than doing nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we we had a conversation about whether things, if it's a hobby or it's a career or a business or something like that. Mm-hmm. If if it's truly a hobby, that is you re- relaxing. You know what I'm saying? Like, relaxing ain't necessarily doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's enjoying your time, really. Yeah. Yeah. And then,
0: um, which so I think which makes it bearable for me, because obviously if it wasn't, then I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? But um, now I, I deal with certain. And I just want to ask how you confront that. But it sounds like kind of what I thought it was, and I've said earlier. I mean, I don't know if I said on the podcast, but definitely a goal of mine is to be more organized. Um. Yeah. With this final quarter of the year that we're going into, um that's a goal of mine and something that I think I, I need that, that will help things out immensely in all aspects of life so um, it looks like that's really the movement I gotta go in terms of creating my Sandy like yo this is time to turn this off like you've done what you can do for the day you know what
1: I mean yeah I mean if you really enjoy yourself then you know I, I don't know if you need to turn it off but you know I think that's and part of it is that that that, that Catholic guilt of man I'm having too much fun something gotta be wrong with this shit yeah <laughs> exactly but what I will say is, that when I do kick back, like,
0: like you know, what I mean, I enjoy myself. It's not, <laughs> it's not typically like. It's not wasted free time if I when I do get the little time to myself away from it. Also, I'll say that. But it is what it is. You know, what I mean, and I, I kind of knew what I was getting into. And yeah. um it's, it is what it is. It's enjoyable. Um, speaking of just watching shit on Netflix and checking shit out, well, you've been you seen that Dave Chappelle, um, comedy special. I haven't checked it out yet, but I know you said it was alright. Yeah, I shit was spectacular. <laughs> I've heard it might be his best ever. I heard someone say that it
1: might be his best uh, work ever. Who, who the hell said that? Nah, I don't know about all that. But hyperbole? A <laughs> little hyperbole police? Nah, big time hyperbole. That's probably just recency bias. I mean, even the, <laughs> his previous Netflix one of those was better than, than this one. That, oh, was but it was? This, this one was still real to me. But this one is still really good. I mean, to me, by far his best was um, was the my pay, um, Killing Me Softly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You saw you saw him, Johnson. <laughs> that might yeah. have
0: that might have the Nas um ilmatic uh treatment to it, to stigma like, damn, that's I don't know if that was his first one, but that was the first one I seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it kinda was like,
1: yo, that's that's the that's the debut album right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, that is true. I mean, it's kinda like how like your favorite song was probably made somewhere between when you was maybe between uh, let's say fourteen and twenty, somewhere around there. Exactly, yeah yeah so those songs that's probably hit, it could be it those songs hit a little bit different, yeah it mm-hmm. definitely hits different man, but yeah that shit was was terrific man I, i'm I'm disappointed that you ain't see that shit yet
0: no, nah, no, nah, I'm gonna check it out I meant to I wanted to check it out uh yesterday was labor Day and check it out, but i had i was I was enjoying the day I was chilling so <laughs> I kind of got never had the moment to really do it. and then I got tired earlier than I expected, but um now nah, um. I'm gonna check it out, definitely. I got a couple of things I want. There's something. Else. Oh, Tra- Travis Scott has a documentary on there on Netflix now too about about just his uh, journey. That I I, was, I find Travis Scott really interesting. He's an interesting guy. I don't know much about him, but I definitely like his music. It's about his dream. No, that's a journey, journey.
1: Oh, um, his journey. Yeah. yeah, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't very interested, in, but then again, I'm not probably not part of Travis Scott's like demo, like the people he's trying to reach. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. I saw it. I'm like, man, I don't give a shit about this. But Netflix is hooking him up with some good promotion. You watched it? Or are you saying that you- Oh, hell no, I ain't watched that oh, shit. Oh, oh, you seen the movie? No, but however, yeah. I'm not to say that, you know, because I like his music a lot. But, yeah. you know, I, I don't give a shit. I mean, I don't, you know, I, just, I really don't give a shit. It's different
0: when you're 35. Yeah, you're 35. You're different when you're 35 because um, for some reason, and I couldn't tell you why, when I was like in my 20s, I cared about the- I cared about other shit more than just the music, if that makes sense. Like the when the behind the scenes aspect of it. Now I don't really give a fuck. If you make good yeah. music, you make good music. I don't really have the free time to be looking into, you know what I mean, the, these rappers uh, behind the scenes and all these things that they got going on. But it was like, that was like a real interest of mine. As you get
1: older, it's just like, yo, either you make good music or you don't. You know what I mean? I'll find something else to listen to, but
0: I'll check that and, out. I'll check and that I
1: out. mean, on top of it, for, for me, like I don't give a shit about some 20-something year... Like he's rich and all, but like, even a rich 22, 23 year old, his life ain't interested in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, let me guess. You fly on a jet a lot. Oh, you're married. Uh, well, he ain't married, but you're, you're, the mother, of your kid, she's really rich too. Oh, okay, surprise. You do a lot of rich shit, but you're still 23, 22, however old they are, and it's just not going to be interested in me. You know what I'm saying? That's not a bad thing. It's just that I'm 35 years old, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> No, yeah, you, know like, you, you got to be at right. least like 32 for me to give a shit about your life.
0: If you're if you're 35 years old and you out here talking about hip hop gossip, I'm looking at you like, what the fuck are you talking? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing with your life that you care about hip hop yeah. gossip? Like 35 years old?
1: Yeah, 32 yeah. years old. I don't give a shit. Like Kevin Love, if he brought, if Kevin Love from the the Cavaliers put out a documentary right now about mental health, I'd be like, that's a subject I really care a lot about but because Kevin Love is going about his life, I don't give a shit about that shit. You to be <laughs> older bruh. <laughs> uh anything else new you uh you watching, listening to nowadays? Listening to? Well, I mean, Rick Ross dropped his album, Young Jeezy dropped an album.
0: Uh it's funny you say that. Funny you say those two cuz we didn't even um discuss that, but it's funny you say those two. How do you feel about them still still rapping to this
1: day like still relevant? One You mean like they the fact that they what the, the how, how did they how are they holding off all the time? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Like a lot of the rap career isn't, you know, what I mean, decades long for some people. And some people, you know, they barely get a year. But the fact that Rick Ross and Young Jeezy have held on for this long, and then two, their subject matter. How do you feel about you know, like what they're rapping about now? Has it changed much since
1: you were introducing them? I think it's pretty much the same, but for some reason I was it works. About to say, yeah, I mean, I was about to say it's it's, li- it's literally the same and. But I like I like it I like it a lot like it that the feeling of their albums never f- faded on me you know what I'm saying yeah I guess for the, that's the reason people like Nas or whatever but you know Nas you got to sing about drugs a little bit more nigga you can't get pumped to some Nas I like, can't lift weights to to Nas <laughs> not enough you know <laughs> <saying>? <laughs> not enough drug talk to work out to it <laughs> <laughs> enough drug talk to work out he ain't fighting enough you know what I'm saying like <laughs> oh so, yeah my destinies and my already. daughters
0: so, yeah. huh. I so said he ain't killing enough people on record.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that oh boy, that, that that rose. The only thing I didn't like is that the the I think the last track on it, With Drake? it was, is Drake, Drake Drake singing,
0: yeah,
1: crooning. He not even singing; it's crooning. He just on that joint crooning away. And I never <laughs> use the word crooning; it's just some extra it's a cocoa butter on it. <laughs> it's insane, yo! It was so insane. But nah, man, they like they have a formula. That like if I just shuffled all the songs, like you would have no idea when they made the song. You wouldn't have no idea, like, and their careers like spans about what? Probably over ten years. Over right? ten
0: years, it gotta be. I remember listening to um, "Hustling" on Spring Break for the first yes. time. They kept playing it over and over and over again. So,
1: so probably closer to fifteen years, maybe on average for both of them. So. <laughs> and That's you would know. You would know which is the only thing that you would tell the difference is they probably got one or two albums or one or two features where they tried something different. You'd be like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> What's this auto-tune? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. You ever you ever seen like a um go to a party and like some white kids like he's mastered a dance? Like maybe he was really good at like, I don't know. Harlem Shake or the Chicken Head but mm-hmm. then you see him try to bust some Next Joint and try to milliwap me and just fuck everything up like nah nigga go back go back, back to, to the, the shit you know <laughs> go back to the shit you and that's and that's essentially what, what happens with them like their formula is so like it's really strong like they could drop another five albums with the same exact sound a couple new producers and by the way you know the the, the true MVP is Swiss Beats man <laughs> like Swiss Beats is let me tell you what son the the nigga Swiss Beats uh, I don't know if you remember in school where you do a group project and you just hop on a group that you know everybody there is mad smart but you're just like yo man I'm just going to ride along with y'all like Swiss Beats did that on that the um the Rick Ross song he is he essentially admitted it the beginning of the song he says this is Swiss Beats on a just plays production <laughs> yelling in the background behind Rick Ross like that yo Yo, yeah, I went to a Swiss Beats live performance. At a, I went to a festival. Swiss Beats had his... He had the stage for for um, a, like an hour or so. And the entire hour was them playing songs he produced. Swiss Beats. So, so, yeah. Some he some he didn't produce, did not produce. And he was just there. Just He was ad-libbing. A one hour of Swiss Beats ad-libbing. And I paid like $120 for that <laughs> ticket. <laughs> Yo... It was insane, but like, but I'm I'm thoroughly entertained. I can't knock the hustle, but man, that's like my hero. Now i know not supposed
0: his last album was pretty good. I think it's called Poison or something like that. But it was uh, it's not. It was funny. You was thinking about. It, I was like, yo, did Swiss Beats even make that song? And like you said, it was one of the first things he said on the, the track. Was uh, one of Just Blaze production. But I, as that was that was Rick Ross's album, right? If I'm not mistaken, right? I remember yeah. um, I was listening to Jeezy's album, and it's funny you say the workout thing, like. In the gym, they dope to listen to. I throw them on if I'm a bench press or something like that. But um, I I did have that thought in my mind. Like I don't know how I feel about Jeezy still talking about selling drugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like to a whole other generation of kids, and and you know what I mean, like I take it. This is gym music to me, like you said. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but it's like everyone isn't taking it like that. And but if you really look at Jeezy, and it's funny that he's a, the person doing it. He does some great things in real life. You know, what I'm saying he's a right. hell of a philanthropist. You know, what I mean he wins awards all the time for his philanthropy. Um, but it's just like, damn, what we? This is still how we got it. Like this is how we got to do it. You know what I mean? Like we got you to talk. You think you should be talking about drugs? No, no, I don't care what Jeezy does. This is for my entertainment. Like I said, it has its purpose for me. If I want to drive my car fast, maybe I'll throw in some Jeezy. If I want to go to the gym, yeah. I'll throw some Jeezy. And I'm not gonna say that he, him as a creative person, should be limited to only positive aspects of life because i'm not going to tell Qu- tarantino to only make movies about positive aspects you know what i'm saying so I, I think jesus allowed that same creative freedom if that's what he wants to um to talk about but it, i just think about it i don't know i just think about it as a culture as just the people it's like damn we either we either drugged out you know what i mean you know you got these rappers all they talk about is getting pilled out and drugged out or you got the ones that are just selling drugs great you know what i mean and it's like um it's like damn i don't know it's just like one of them depressing moments like damn being, we throw throwing some Kanye Or some Chance to Rapper Right now I guess
1: <laughs> Yeah I guess You're just having One, one of them Talib Kweli moments Man <laughs> Can you imagine If Jeezy Old Lupe Fiasco thoughts Could you imagine If Jeezy Just imagine If Jeezy Lyrically became Talib Kweli Can you imagine Like it would be Over for his career yeah. Over wow. I, I, Has there been a rapper Who became like Conscious In the middle of their shit Um a successful one. Well, Common was never like non. I mean, he just talked about drinking forties and shit like that before. But Common um, yeah. reminds Common is so it's interesting. I was thinking about this the other day. Jay, I was listening to J Cole, and it reminded me of Tupac. In that they tell the they do a really really solid job of telling the story of this like um if you what I call it, like the abstract of, of someone struggling in the hood. You know, okay. what I'm saying if you could, they tell these real stories, like Brenda's got a baby, or they would to, um, they would tell a story of like you know a dude that he's hungry and he needs some money and he's trying to shine, so he'll take your chain, like stuff like that. But they're not the ones doing it. Okay, you are saying that's J Cole and Tupac? J Cole and Tupac, and um, Common also. Common, yeah, he tells he's not as he doesn't. He never like does it in like the first person type shit. Not never, but he doesn't tend to do it. So mm-hmm. like, J Cole and Tupac sounds like they're doing it. Common is obvious he not doing it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? It's like, but. But basically what I'm saying is that he's a storyteller. So as far as like talking about drinking 40s, and drinking 40s. Malt liquor? Malt liquor's weaker than wine, nigga. If you drink a bottle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A, malt liquor gets a bad rap. I you mean, got mad calories and shit like that give you a gut. But like red wine, if you drink a bottle of red wine, if you drink 40 ounces of red wine, like it's over for your night. Like it's, it's a rap. Like it's automatic arrest for public intoxication. You drink an entire 40 ounce, like you might stumble you can't play a full court pretty much yo it's funny you say that because
0: niggas could talk about drinking mad champagne all night (laughs) but one nigga talk about drinking
1: a food you like oh look at this nigga scum of the earth yeah exactly (laughs) you know how strong champagne is look at this degenerate (laughs) (laughs) it's funny at weddings i don't be i don't fuck with champagne like that because i don't want to embarrass myself (laughs) like so because they always pour out champagne for a toast and, you know, uh, by that time, I've already had a, a few drinks at the open bar, if they have one. And then they offer champagne. So, I just sip. I, you know, I do the whole raise the joint to the air and clank it with somebody. Then I take a sip and I put that shit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That champagne will creep up on you. That, that champagne, <laughs> man. That champagne something else.
0: <laughs> man, did you ever get to try to eat that Popeye's chicken, that chicken sandwich? No, nah, it was
1: vegetarian month, man. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. That makes sense. May, yeah, maybe... I don't know. i will be honest, man. I, I can't find the Popeyes and I don't know. It don't even look appealing the pictures I've seen of
0: it. I'm like that don't look like <laughs> that don't look like nothing. I should leave my crib for, but a lot of people did come out. I, I don't know from what I heard I heard it was sold out, so I don't think they're selling it anymore, but maybe yeah, the was, lines was crazy, man. Yeah. The social media was a buzz. Shout out to Popeyes whoever planned that. Whoever did with the the chicken coalition or Popeyes, whoever did, got their shit popping to get it. And their uh, social
1: media game was strong too. They shaded Chick Fil A. Yep,
0: they they went on it. They went on it. And um, we spoke about it last episode, and um, since that time, everyone got something to say about it. You know, what I mean, um, people were a, a joke that started uh, on the internet was like, well, damn, I wish black people had this much uh interest in voting as they did it uh for for this Popeyes chicken sandwich, you know what I mean, like kind of a racist joke going around. Um but one kid, his name is David uh Ledbetter, he uh he's in Charlotte, he's 17 year old. You know, he decided to take it to the next level and really start a voter registration booth um at uh um uh, Popeyes in North Carolina. He black? It doesn't say, but it's he does say that he established a voter registration booth for black folks standing in line. <laughs> so, I I mean, uh, I guess the, I don't know if they're assuming everyone on the line was black. Or if that's a uh, you know what I mean if, or if he was only targeting the blacks, <laughs> <But> <laughs> the blacks, <laughs> uh, who knows? But um, Janelle Monae, I guess she caught wind of that and decided that uh, you know she wants to tweet something. So you know whenever whenever you see something, you're like, man, maybe I should go to Twitter and just say this to the masses. It's always a bad idea. <laughs> it really is unless you're promoting something or, or, or pushing a product. Uh, man, because she decided to say, perhaps we uh, we put voting booths at every Popeyes location. While we wait on that sandwich, you can register and vote at at Popeyes. Holler, it's a pretty simple tweet, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like maybe it was tongue in cheek, maybe it was something that she really. But is
1: was there any mention? So Janelle Monae was kind of promoting this dude's whole movement,
0: yeah, and saying that yo Popeyes, we should like link up and like really start a movement. That's how I took it. Like we should really start some like let's let's you know whatever voter registration organization, Rock the Vote or whoever, we should contact them and have them really set up booths. While this whole craze is going on, so you could take advantage. Yeah. By the way, he was black.
1: The seventeen year old. So he was black? Oh, okay. Yep. He's black. Oh, okay. Um.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I think Janelle Monet was just kind of just being um half serious. You know, how you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna make a joke, but it's kind of a little bit of truth and jest, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, but um people didn't like that. <laughs> people took some type of way about it. And maybe it's the the black people love chicken stereotype that wrote people the wrong way or maybe there's a lot of things people brought up (laughs) one of them being um what is the word voter suppression is that what it is when like they they don't really make it easy for for black people to vote um what's the term i'm looking for damn yeah voter for yeah voter suppression yeah um so, like, one person tweeted, Janelle Monet basically said that you chicken-eating coons don't care about voting. <laughs> Somebody wrote on Instagram. Um, another person wrote, Black people already show up in droves to vote in local election and long lines and malfunctioning equipment. Maybe use your platforms to be less uh, sophomoric and talk about voter roll purging and ID laws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's just a couple tweets, but she got some along the same lines of those and decided to apologize. Um... And she did the real, you know, the politically correct apology, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, when other people say things on here that are wrong or misguided, I always wonder, why don't they just admit they're wrong and learn from it? So I'm going to do that now. I think the tweets that I posted about registering and voting were insensitive and wrong. Specifically, they ignored the real issues of voter suppression that have impacted my community for years and me directly. Um, thanks to all of you for calling me out or in and helping me remember and refocus on the bigger issues. <clears throat> I love y'all. Keep teaching one another. Never be afraid to be wrong. Never be afraid to listen and learn. Um, and then you know she spoke about like an organization that she has going on to help register people to vote and things like that. But um, how you feel about that? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Which was that, part? I mean, was there was that, a lot there. Yeah. Was that just the Twitter police being a little too uh self righteous? Was her were her, were her comments insensitive? Um,
1: do you think she should have even apologized in the first place? Yeah, she should have she should have apologized, but the the problem is the, the bigger problem is and Dave Chappelle's whole stand up was about cancel culture and people with this backlash. I mean, she got really close to the line, you know what I'm saying? She's not a comedian so she don't got that liberty like that and you know, she's a an acting, she's trying to her her status like she's trying to, you know what I'm saying, be on another echelon. So that's probably why she like she needs to apologize and step away from this situation. Oh, because of but, her career. Yeah, I got you said. Yeah. yeah, the way her career is going like, mm-hmm. you know, so other people, like if Erica Badu said that shit, she don't need to apologize. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, she, I mean, you know, the that that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, she she's at where she's at, so she's like, you know what? Fuck yo. So So does that mean she, like the apology was kind of fake or no, uh, I don't think it was career, fake, career I, uh, motivated. I'm motivation. Sure there was there was some sincerity in it, but I mean, there's there's a bit of polish on it. And I'm mm-hmm. sure she's just gonna put it out there. She's not gonna go out and say, you know what, I'm gonna do instead. I'm gonna go do some kind of voter, voter thing, voter drive. No, she's gonna step away from the situation. Let the, let whatever you know let it blow over, and then appear in another banging movie. Watch, she's not gonna fuck around with this issue. She might like endorse some nominee next year or something like that. I think that's that's about as far as it goes because the cancel culture, like people are afraid to make mistakes. Sometimes people need to make mistakes. Like she got maybe what a year or two ago might, might not have been over the line, but she approached the line, but she didn't know that she was about to cross it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a little insensitive. The whole, the person said basically what Janelle Monet said is that black people, some chicken eating coons. She ain't say all that motherfucker. <laughs> at all, she, at she, all. She ain't say that shit. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a joke that you, that same goofball probably makes at, at Thanksgiving or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They probably like, oh, yeah, go, hang on a chicken, y'all. Who cooked this chicken? we just a black party? Nobody cooked the chicken right? Like, shit like that. Let somebody bring some chicken that ain't seasoned. There's going to be a black joke in it, even if it's going to be all black people. Nobody say nothing then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, Janelle Monae, what she should have known is that she's saying this shit in public, but sometimes you get carried away when you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have a, I'm not, I'm not going to put it on you, but sometimes black people be at work, and then if you work in a place that's mostly white, which is most people, and like, you just kind of slowly this happens, like black people just congregate together for a second. And then somebody says the N-word and- Loudly. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's never totally, soft. It's never soft. Well, loudly or, or, or softly, like they say it, but this? that's not the setting to say it. But you forget where you at because you just with people around people who look like you, who might talk like you, who might have experiences like you do. I don't know if she went into Black Twitter and forgot that everyone else could see what the fuck is going on <laughs> to make some, to make some Black chicken joke. I never even say the word chicken around people who ain't black. Watermelon. <laughs> I don't say chicken. <laughs> I don't say watermelon. I don't say diabetes. I don't say hypertension. I don't say anything. But you know what I'm saying? Like the black, like Black secrets, like that. I don't. I don't say any of that shit. So okay. So you're saying like her joke would. Her joke would have been understood
0: if it was a joke. It's uh, an inside joke, and she shouldn't have said
1: it out. Out, you know, she shouldn't have said it on Twitter. If she said in a room
0: full of black people that she's friends with, that she get away with that with no problem. But because what? Well, that's my beef with the N word. Real talk, I don't think you should use the N word around other races. You know what I'm saying? And because I think once you do that, you kind of lose the right to get offended by it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um. What, like what time? I mean, one of my one of my supervisors. He is he's black, and you know people say the n word all the time in the window, and he, he like called him out on it. He was like, "Yo, you can't just come up here, just using that word." You know what I mean? Because, you know what I mean. What somebody like? used it at work. Oh well people yeah people use that work all the time where I work. <laughs> but <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, he said the supervisor only other black one, so
0: you know it's a little disturbing. No, no, in the office. In the office, but okay. a, on the yeah. floor, there's a ton of black people working, but yeah. like in the office, it's, there's actually a couple there's a good amount of, of like black people that work in the office too.
1: Yeah, that, but, that but, sentence but, just sounds crazy. I say, yeah, well, I mean the black people's on the floor. We in the office, <laughs> they not getting it twisted. My lord. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we serving lemonade. We ain't <laughs> 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 out there sweating and shit now. Nah. But um, no, no, but there's a good amount of black people that work in the office, but we don't refer to each other as my nigga, my nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we just talk, but um, it's like sometimes even like in this podcast, I, sometimes me and you will use the n word or whatever because you know we we obviously we've spoken to each other for over 20 years. That was mm-hmm. a word that was part of our vocabulary, but I would people that might work with me might be like, "Oh, I never heard him use that word before." You know what
1: I'm saying?
0: Yeah, Something yeah, like that. So, um, but no, I do get. It. I I think like that's an issue. Like, so, but, but. In Janelle Monet's defense, you know what I mean? I don't think her... I, that's not the worst joke that was made on Twitter that day. <laughs> that's not the most racially insensitive thing that was said that day. I, I kind of see how that she... That cone
1: quote was bothers me. Basically, actually, what she what said what is that chicken eating cones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think
0: because the young man in Charlotte actually did, really did do the voter registration thing, and she really wanted to be like, I'm not apologizing for this. You know what I mean? It really... like you know what I'm saying, like, put her chest out and put a foot down, she actually might have a platform to stand on and be like, yo, this was a real thing that happened. <laughs> I didn't make this up in my head as a joke, you know what I'm saying? Like, I seen it happen on the news and spoke about it. And was like, yo, we should do more of it, you know what I mean? So I, I kind of could see where she'd have a fight if she really went to put up a fight, but I think she just realized it's not worth fighting with idiots. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm reading her, her original tweet again, man. Like, she... This should not be over the line. It should be right there, but... I guess it's just the date, the times we live in. It. Perhaps we put voting boots at every Popeyes location while we wait on that sandwich. You can register a vote. Popeyes holla. It's it's right there, but I, 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 it's so borderline it should be this kind of backlash. No, no, it's the
0: reason I don't want to eat chicken or in a room full of white people. Right. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna let you stop my happiness but but you know see, i feel uncomfortable about it i feel like mm-hmm. it's the same thing like you know or or if someone does yo 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 we about to go order some uh, some chicken you gotta look back at the people offering it to you like what you <laughs> <laughs> even though you're sorry but like, now i'm
1: cool man can i have some of that salad that you have though please man please have a slice of cucumber no chicken No, nope. it's all right no i don't really have a, a hankering for chicken right now but uh <laughs> just, i i literally think if it was a fish, if, it, if it was a fish spot
0: if she said yo we should go to Joe's Crab Shack or whatever you know what i'm saying rays fish fry it would have been taken it wouldn't have been taken with that same racial context cuz that's not the stereotypical joke you know what i mean right Yeah, so but um Nah, nah, she, she got caught up in it. And it's funny that cancel culture... So what's the cancel culture, if you could explain it without, I guess, giving away too much of the joke? but um, uh,
1: Well, it? cancel culture, even outside, beyond the joke, the, the, what we live in is cancel culture. If some, somebody said something now or really at any time, people want to come out and say, whatever job or whatever opportunities they got, let's take that shit away.
0: That's that's real. That's real.
1: Yeah. Um, they try to cancel Woodrow Wilson. Well, he was a known racist, but... Because yeah, his name, take his name off of um, Princeton. I kind of agree with that, but just giving you the gist of like the type of stuff that we're looking at.
0: Oh, they're bringing up, oh, you said they, with oh, your Wilson, they're like saying that he should take his name off of it now?
1: Yeah, I don't know if they have yet. They might have by, by now, because this has been like years in the works, but that's just an example, like just the, that culture. I'm not saying whether these things are right or wrong, but the type yeah. of things like taking out statues or um, Kevin Hart with the Oscars, or, or um, we even look at this thing. I mean, they didn't quite say cancel, but- all these things, that that whole cancel culture. Well, you remember the dude from
0: the uh, the Dolphins that spoke out about Jay Z, Kenny Stills, I think his yeah. name was. Yeah, and he he said he he actually before the Jay Z thing, he said some comments about the um, Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm getting the name correctly, about because he threw a, a fundraiser for Trump. Right. Um, exactly. And he's not on the team
1: anymore. <laughs> I, I think I should. It's fair to say he actually got traded over the weekend. Burning burning Kaepernick jerseys, all yep. that type of stuff. Just this that that whole cancel culture. People going to universities when they have conservative speakers getting trying to stopping them from talking and making you know whatever it is that, that they're living in just because of their political beliefs. That that whole cancel culture. So like this whole shit, Janelle Monet, a, a black person who probably makes jokes like that all the time, honestly. But probably not in a mean spirited way. Mm-hmm. I feel as if she went right to the line. I don't think she crossed it, but then again, at this point, I'm just an old grumpy nigga, man. I'm, I, I just, I just don't get it. Like this type of backlash, like it was such a light, you know? Say on, on, in the spectrum of black jokes. I mean, clearly there's some terrible black jokes, but like this is not. And it's the internet where you, the people laugh at
0: stupid stereotypical jokes all the time. Right? <laughs> it's like she actually said something that we could practically do. That you know right, what I'm saying? Right, Now the optics of it might be a joke in itself. You might be writing material for people to make those same stereotypical jokes when they take the pictures of it. However, what's the bigger purpose here? We worried about people making jokes. Or we worried about being registered to vote. You know what I'm saying? So, I I, 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 it, it gets, it gets, it gets annoying sometimes. You know what I mean? But that's a culture we live in.
1: She didn't even put the word black in it. <laughs> she didn't put the black guy emoji She didn't I'm not even quite sure If she she was alluding to race you know, Honestly I feel like she was But I can't be sure
0: Now did you I, Like I seen white people On them lines That I was trying to get there. I seen white people talking I seen white people Eating the sandwich online I seen like White people eat Popeye's Like let's not <laughs> yeah,
1: word I mean they, yeah they, they exactly
0: you ain't selling out all the chicken in America by just black people <laughs> that it's like totally that whole people.
1: argument black on black crime white on white crime you see a bunch of black people online for Popeyes cause y'all looking at Popeyes in black neighborhoods <laughs> exactly if you go to a Popeye I mean I don't know how many Popeyes when Popeyes is doing their market research how many they put in the white neighborhoods but in a white neighborhood a, a, a Popeye is gonna have mad white people there
0: Bro, I seen white people go to the black neighborhood just to get the chicken sandwich. Yeah, (laughs) man. (laughs) Motherfuckers is like, yo, it's sold out where we at. We came for the city. Like, it is crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, shit. Hopefully, a couple years from now, Popeyes ain't ain't paying people out because they started an epidemic, but... uh. Johnson and Johnson have got themselves in some hot water and they paying... <laughs> <Gangster>. <laughs> Would that be gangsta
1: of, of the state of Mississippi versus Popeyes? <laughs> oh, these shits gave us high blood pressure. That will be bananas. Just like Oklahoma but, yeah, and but Johnson bro, and like, Johnson. That's a little crazy that
0: the state of Oklahoma sued Johnson and Johnson for the opioid epidemic. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not to say that Johnson and Johnson had no responsibility for it, but... Damn, Oklahoma! What the fuck, bro?
1: And you know, on, on what grounds they did? They did, uh, I believe, public like, public nuisance. Wow. So that shit, like, like a company polluting, polluting like the, the water, water or something. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. So it's very interesting. Just legally, like you know, it, you know, it reminds me of legally. I ain't no law, legal scholar, by the way, but like these, I don't want to call it a slippery slope. There must be like a more benign word for it, but just like the type, the precedence for it. I'm not saying if it's good or bad probably good but there's some bad stuff there. It's kind of like when Massachusetts when that girl um got convicted of like manslaughter or something because she encouraged her her boyfriend to commit suicide.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So oh, like nah. just that interesting shit like what will, will the law and just shit like that look like in the future.
0: But no, uh, bro, it's like all right,
1: Oklahoma, how many drunk driving accidents
0: or deaths do you have in a year? Y'all niggas ain't sue ain't high as a bush.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You yeah, have to sue Jack Daniels. But it's like... so, And it's not like Johnson and... and I guess I'm not defending them. Because the, the pharmaceutical companies are not innocent in this situation. But I'm just like, damn, the whole state just... And then, and maybe I need to do a little bit more research, too. I, I mean, I knew Oklahoma was bad. I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> like Man. Trying,
1: look like at a the map.
0: S- $17 billion <laughs> was, a, was what they were going for. Ended up getting $529 million. um, But... Like you said, who knows what precedent that this causes now for states like Vermont, you know what I mean? Or uh New York or you know what I mean? Let's it's it's Florida, anything. Like, you know what I mean? It's crazy.
1: Listen, that, that... man. Any state back up. If you look at the electoral map from like 2016, anywhere that they colored in red. <laughs> And they using opioid. Got an opioid problem, opioid. <laughs> <You got a laughs> opioid problem kid. and I'm not saying that Republicans love oxys. All I'm saying is that Democrats love different drugs. So we just not using the same drugs no more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it, it must be it. But I mean, I, I, I don't. We might have spoke about it on this uh, podcast, but I remember when I had tooth. Um, extraction about like a year ago. I was like, nope, I'm good. Do not give me those, bro. <laughs> I'm
1: good. Like I-, I will fight this pain the natural way. Nah, I, I, listen. When I had a, a, I got three wisdom teeth pulled at one time. I got um, I think it was Oxy or hy- Hydros, and I took them. I took them like the, you know he said take them whenever the pain comes out. Whenever so I would wake up with a, whole head exploding because like my the the, the they had to drill down into some bone to get to my teeth. So Mm. Shit was just killing me. Swole, my entire face swollen. So my, my head was aching. So for, you know, uh, probably for three days, it was the worst of the swelling. But still, I had a, a bunch of pain. So I was on them hydros, probably popping like three a day on that for maybe about four days. And after that, maybe another three three days or maybe two a day did you, just weaning down. Was
0: it one refill? Like it was one, one bottle. Since it was just okay, three
1: a day, it might have been... I don't know how much was in there. I can't do the math. But it might have been like 20 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no refill. Because it's just teeth extraction. But then, like, when I stopped taking it, when the bottle was done, I started getting a bellyache, kid. And I was just sweating. Mm. And, I mean, I wasn't, like, abusing it for months and months and months. So, like, I didn't get it bad. Like, I could... Clearly, I survived. But, like, I felt it, man. I was just getting... Like, I had this, like, little bit of nausea. Not enough for me to throw up, but I was feeling it. I was like, damn. Am I withdrawing? So... Could imagine then, the heavy users and shit, right? Oh man, I could only imagine because that shit. I, I, oh man, that, that was a good lesson for me. So that was a cool experience. I'm glad I didn't have to learn the hard way. But, um, had the crack crack epidemic. Imagine, I mean, I wasn't really alive to have a working memory of the crack epidemic. But like, imagine what it looked like from the outside. Like if you lived in, you know upstate New York and you heard about what's going on in, in Harlem and Brooklyn and some shit like that. Hell yeah. You know, you know, know what the I'm video
0: footage of like zombies and you know what I'm saying crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like right, right. people out of a doing Harlem stuff movie because of their
1: of they, they're they doing strange things because of their addiction, whether it's um violence or or thievery or whatever it is. And just aside from the behavior, the behavioral changes that you get from the drug itself. And, you know, it's kind of now me being um a urban person looking at the news and seeing how crazy shit is looking at like in the middle middle of iowa and way up in maine and all all this crazy shit it's just weird to see man and basically how i feel is just arrest them now
0: nah.
1: um <laughs> lock them up <laughs> lock them lock them up lock them up nah but think about that so that was their reaction in the crack epidemic yeah. matter of fact that was the the reaction with the, the crack epidemic and a lot of these people didn't even live near where crack was the biggest,
0: a lot of people didn't care about it until it affected their community.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so that means that a lot of a lot of urban whites and older black people were, were really the ones going for the whole lock them up type shit, calling mm-hmm. them animals and super predators and all this stuff. But is just like uh, like people who live in rural areas and shit like that, like their reaction to it is saying, yeah, just lock them all up. That's insane, like, cause they don't have to uh, interact with them. It's the same thing with immigration. A lot of these people, the people who feel the strongest about locking people up, they're not the people interacting with them. Yeah, it's crazy. No, no,
0: no, and um, and you see it right now with the NFL, like over the weekend. Was it? I think it might have been two weeks ago. Andrew Luck retired in the middle of a preseason game. You know what I mean? And Gronk, um, who recently retired the same year, he came out and just like they give these guys opioids. That's that's what they give them. To make sure that they could perform on Sunday, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because it's, like, it's not a banned substance, right?
0: Exactly, yeah. Because you're taking the pain. Giving it to them like Tic Tacs. And Gronk is, Gronk is now, he's pushing a CBD product, but it, he has a good point. He's like, yo, I'm in constant pain. Like, I won the Super Bowl and I was like in tears because I could barely stand up. You know what I mean? And it's just like, Andrew Luck said the same thing. He's like, it's a constant rotation of health. Then uh, injury, then rehab, health, injury, rehab, and he's like, "I I need to get off the cycle. It's starting to drive me crazy." And and you add that on top of the already violent sport, the the head collisions, all that, and now they're just giving these niggas opioid rather, and then, and they're telling them they can't use CBD. You know what I mean? Telling right. them they can't use the stuff that, that actually could really help them out. Like I haven't tried the CBD out myself, so I can't really tell y'all. You know what you should or shouldn't do.
1: And after these sleep, I heard you it's real research. good, man. Because I, yeah, I know yeah. people who like broken bones and shit like that.
0: No, I, I, and I they just opened up a new shop not too far from me. I'm I'm pretty sure before the end of the year, I'm gonna stop by there and at least you know inquire about you know because th- I so it's not just for pain. Some of the stuff is for sleep. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff is for uh, digestion. If I if I understand correctly, they I mean and I mean the the. Array of products vary from anywhere from, like I said, digestion to sex
1: products, you know what I
0: mean? Or yeah, I bought some juice.
1: peppermint tea, so it's, it had a little CBD in it. Yeah, um, I haven't tried it yet, uh, I just bought it today, but I'll tell you one thing that should cost $22. Jesus Christ, <laughs> 15 bags of tea. Niggas said, This better be this, that good CBD, <laughs> You in that gas station. Bro, man, they better <laughs> sprinkle a CBD. little bit of coconut or something, because <laughs> something just something special. <laughs>
0: Just a this sprinkle came with of coke, Oxy? nothing crazy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, yo. uh
1: not to make light of drugs, yo. Um, no, nah, nah, but let me know how that is though. Drug- nah, you no, know, no, nah, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. But yeah, man, that, that drug shit is crazy, man.
0: Nah, it's real, it's real, man. And and it's crazy how you kind of like broke it down. Like it kind of the the tables have turned. We're right now like Very urban, much. urban neighborhoods are looking at these like rural neighborhoods, like, what the fuck are y'all doing out there? You know, y'all can't handle y'all pain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, nah, nigga, shit is real. Like, it's a real addiction. Like, it's it's a physical addiction. Like,
1: and we got to do something to stop it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get too deep into the, the comparing and contrasting um, the crack epidemic with the opioid epidemic, but families got... Re- I mean, families are already um, harmed by the history of racism, but then crack came and completely obliterated families that can't recover until this day generated. We're probably about at this point, maybe two generations away from the crack epidemic and, uh, still, still the effects. Now the opioid thing, they, they, they pledging all this support with uh mental health and rehab and all this shit. There are families who could make a full recovery mm-hmm. from, from this scourge. You know what I'm saying? They could literally go on to get jobs and shit like that. Like, I'm sure it's to a point where like you could have a, a serious job like a nurse or like a construction worker or something like that. And maybe you got a little something on your record or whatever and they'd be like, Oh, what happened? Opioids. oh nah, you cool, man. We got we got an in house therapist, you'll be all straight. Okay. You
0: but so, let you think?
1: let you go to work, be like, Yeah, I got I caught a charge for crack. What? <laughs> Still that
0: same yeah, stigma, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a street drug, yeah. Nah, man. That's, that's, all we can do is talk about it, man. That's what we do here at Perfect Talk. You know what I mean? We bring light to these issues. We don't just keep shit in the dark. Uh, we confront it. and We talk about it, man. But, uh... Word. Shout out to Malik Yoba. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about Malik Yoba. I guess maybe next episode for that one. But, uh... Wait. Wow. That is, uh... Actually, we... <laughs> funny you brought that up. That came out of nowhere, right? Is he acting right now? Like, is he relevant in something? Is he...
1: No, he, he's definitely mm-hmm. relevant. And and when I say shout out to him, that's because he doesn't keep it in the dark. He was straight up. He was like, listen, I like trans women. I like no, all No, women. no, no.
0: Yeah, 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 No, it just, no, that wasn't what I was laughing. I was laughing because it came out of nowhere. I <laughs>
1: <So laughs> No, that's what <laughs> I was you know, thinking about. People keeping it in the dark, like, you know what I'm saying? Like where Mr. C was, was yeah, I guess it's, it's nothing dark or light because it's not any kind of closet that they're in because it's about a man liking the women. So he's straight. But it was just yeah, a revelation
0: yeah, 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 bro and then they, what they got the gay football player was walking around this
1: weekend with his boyfriend um some After, I, as, as
0: bisexual
1: I think somebody was trying trying for escart him I think somebody's <laughs> trying to s uh s what's the word a, ex, uh, extort I think extort they were trying him. to yeah. yeah I think they were trying to escort him and um <laughs> so he's like nah whatever I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself like and then so he walked around with, with his um partner.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, but I brought that up to say there's things that people are like, well, that doesn't make sense. He's a football player. He's a big, tough guy. How could he be, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. Malik Yoba, why, why would he like a, a man who looks like a woman? Why wouldn't he just like a woman? I've come to realize, bro, there's stuff that we don't understand. Like, you can't tell me not to love women. You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't be like, yo, play. I think you should chill out. And no, I love women. That's what I like. If Malik Yoba gonna come out and make an announcement like that, he obviously is, he really likes that. You know what I'm saying? If if, if this dude is like, I'm not gonna get escorted. Ex- you gotta be saying escorted. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not gonna get extorted. Because this is what I like. Like, that's what it is. So, like, I mean, shout out to everybody that's living their truth. You know what I mean? I don't understand it. I don't understand. But it's not for me to understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, I don't understand every letter of LGBTQ. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it all stands for, but at the end of the day, I just respect human beings for being human beings, and I could care less who anybody sleeps with,
1: <laughs> real talk. Maybe, nah, there's some some bad trans women. I mean, for uh... some trans.
0: <laughs> nah, listen up. Nah, talk you got let me finish. Talk about quotes coming back you. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019. This
1: one can't come back to harm me. In fact, this could. I might get a promotion for this one.
0: <laughs> now, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you said there's some bad trans women out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, clearly over the years, there's with advances in, in science and cosmetic surgery and all that stuff. They it's, some it's, of them appear, some of them appear different. They don't appear. Um, they don't have all their man uh, manly features or their male features altered. But there's some women who do, and, and their surgeons have done a sw- swimming job of of. Making their their transition utterly complete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Medically com- complete, including cosmetically.
0: No, no, so. I, yeah, yeah. Jay, with the it's it's technology. It's that the trans <laughs> trans women of today aren't looking like the trans women of old.
1: Exactly. They they've gotten cosmetic surgery to, and with cosmetic surgery, the, the presumption is that they make you beautiful. All right? you not? Gonna, if you got to go through, you know, cosmetic surgery. And you could have only got to pay like a hundred extra bucks to be like, yo, just make me like extra beautiful instead of saying, oh, well, just shave down my forehead and just leave it at that. Nah, just hook me up with a little something extra. And that's the truth. And uh, so to Malik's Yoba, Malik Yoba's point, I don't know if he was just saying that to make a point. So there's that, that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like Mr. C has proven like that he's he's he walks. He walk. He walks the talk. He talks the talk and walks the talk, or whatever. That's however that saying goes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, some people try to. And make kept a point. his job,
0: like kept his job at a hip hop station, right? If he still had ninety seven,
1: right? Right, and no, you know, yeah. black people are notoriously homophobic. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, Malik Yoba ended his sentence with his statement with like um, something like, "I love all women," and it has that feeling of, "I love all people." You know, what I'm saying like, if you ask the person in Oklahoma in 1999 like you, know, you love black people I love all people but that's the vibe it had so you don't think he I did not say I don't women? I don't well, I, wonder. <laughs> I wonder I want, I don't know the full context cuz you know the statement that came out is that oh I, I you know I love trans women yeah. it was love... also was a headline you know what I mean like clickbait yeah. who knows what the whole exactly. statement I, I I'll be honest so. with you I didn't read the full context of it
0: no I took it, I took the headlining.
1: With it. <laughs> <laughs> so I took the whole thing.
0: <laughs> this is the whole statement. is that he he said that and walked away.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but was... B- BT clickbaited hard though, because there were some other publications that they clickbaited, but they put a little bit of context into it. BT yeah. was like something like, um, it was something like Malik Yoba is a lover of trans women or is a trans <laughs> trans lover or something like that, which gave the impression that his his current partner is trans.
0: Malik Yoba's uh, getting undercover with some trans lovers. <laughs> some yeah, he was trying to be like pr- provocative. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those statements that you know what I mean people and you, it's the internet nowadays. It, people just care about twenty lines. Who knows what Malik Yoba meant? I'm sure within time He's gonna come out and explain it more. And you, to to each his own, you know what I mean live your truth, bro. Enjoy it, enjoy life, Keith. That's another episode going down. Unless you got any more bombshell. <laughs> Marshall stories Don't <to> <laughs> <laughs> That's us End of episode Walmart six. stopped selling guns Nah Oh they did <laughs> stop selling so They did actually But yeah episode 69 man six, yeah. 6 times 9 Plus 6 plus 9
1: 69
0: Yeah Yeah I feel like we need a Gronk joke Somewhere right here Yeah
1: I, I'm not that creative I ain't trying to well, lose my sponsors
0: Takashi still locked up, Tekashi six nine. He can't. Yeah, Takashi six yep. Episode <laughs> episode sixty nine going down like that. Uh, Keith, where can people find you at on social
1: media, dog? Me and my underscore thirty five Instagram.
0: You can find me on Instagram at PlickaPZPLICCAPEEZY. Um, also follow Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, the PodCoin app, and now on PerfectTalkPodcast.com. Make sure you go check out the website, PerfectTalkPodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast and the Night Shift all available in one spot. So go check that out, y'all.
1: Shit. You about to head to France, dog? Yeah, vacation time, man. Worked hard all year. Time to take me a little bit of break, so I'm taking a little trip to France. You
0: went no, you went somewhere a couple months ago, right? You went to Grenada. Was it was a Grenada this year or no? Uh,
1: yeah. Well, in the summer I went to Grenada. Okay, that was really it. But I, yeah. I went to DC. I, I went to Grenada as far as leaving the country. I went to Grenada, gotcha. and then I guess technically for New Year's I was in Barcelona. So
0: nice world traveling, I man. South of France is it? So is it is it as baller as everyone says, in terms of planning a trip out there, or were you able to do
1: it at a? I mean. I mean I'm reasonable. Ball- I mean it's a, it's a, going leaving going on any trip is going to cost you some money, you know what I'm saying? It depends how far it is. The further away it is it's just going to cost more money. So to the question of if it's baller like it ain't crazy expensive but mm-hmm. I'm going for a few days so for each night I'm out it's going to co- cost cost some bread and also got to pay for the fuel for that flight so <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that it's baller in in that sense so the do we pay some kind of exorbitant amount of money? No. It ain't, it ain't going to bankrupt us. Now, how's but, your French? Uh, You know, <laughs> je parle français. <laughs> Com- un- comme un ça. <laughs> 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 <was a> nice. <laughs> <laughs> un peu. All
0: right, well, there you go. And, yo, you have a safe journey out there, brother. Make sure you take pictures, come back with, uh, you know, a ton of stories for the people out
1: there. Definitely, definitely. You know it.
0: And uh, we up out of here, bro. Say goodbye to people, man.
1: Peace.